after our first premiere of Season 9, Episode Number 1. How's everybody doing tonight? Of course, we got that delay. You guys are used to hearing me say that every single time. And to find myself on the Facebook group. And there I be, waiting for people to come in. No introduction tonight. No big introduction in wheels. And I like that once in a while, gang. But uh, we get right at it. You know what I mean? Yes, I understand. <clears throat> but, uh, and Cindy. Cindy, huh? says she, Cindy says she sees you and she hears us. I don't know if she hears you, Judy, yet. Cindy, do you hear me yet? And of course, we have Judy from Canada. Hi, everybody. Good to be here, as always. She's got her snow shovel ready up there. <laughs> well, my granddaughter had some uh, at her place in northern Ontario yesterday, so I told her to keep it there. Yep. Hello, Peter and Cindy on the Facebook side. Is the members queue up and even on the youtube side uh judy they get notification bells uh when we go live oh okay hello starlene hello prom hello sand dollar <laughs> and peter i hear you both both of you fine very very good me and judy we had a lot of work to do last night what about um three hours not totally of film. You guys know that. I'm not going to mention the bad word. You know, advertisements. It's like a swear word to me. <laughs> Hello, Scott. But if you're not used to the advertisements by watching The Curse of Oak Island for the past, now, nine years, then you'll never get used to them. You know what I mean, Judy? <laughs> I agree. I get through it okay the first time, but when I watch them the next day to write my synopsis, those commercials go on forever. Yep. Hello, Aaron. Caroline Anderson, how you doing? Thanks for coming in. Feeling any better? Yeah, the tooth is finally uh, healing up the hole or whatever. Two big marks on the side of my gum. I don't know if that's where they put the wrench, the pipe wrench on there. But uh, we're getting there. We're getting there. They certainly were hard on you anyway. Yep. Now I guess you go to the dentist and get a uh, a filler crown or something to fill in the space. But the dentist is, like I said before, they all take, like, cash up front. They're, like, uh, they're not even, like, loan sharks. So, like, if you don't have the money up front, there's the door. I said, oh, my God. That's about it, too. Hi, Barbara. Hi, Brenda Bordeaux. All righty. Hello, Maureen. Thanks for coming in. Of course, I got to start it out, Judy, just before our 7.30 uh, clock on time. I got to thank all my Quest of Oak Island YouTube supporters. I mean, you guys get tired of hearing this in the beginning, but without these supporters, 
this channel or me do not exist. For the knights and the marshals and the Citadel, which is one step lower than the master grandmaster Templar, who is Renee Tuttle. I want to thank uh, Barbara and Michelle and Sandollar and Todd and Renee and Roxy and Jezdia and Wayne and Starlene and also Judy for all her support. Thank you so much, Judy. I got you live. Thank you, and you're welcome. Yep, and I of, love every minute of it. Yep, and of course, the professor, Daniel Spino, with all his support. I thank him also. Oh, he just came in. Hi, Daniel. Hello, Daniel. How are you? We're getting a lot of PMs uh, about when the showing of the show is in different countries. Now, I'm not going to make a list, and I have no idea when it's on in Africa. I guess the UK, Judy, I guess it's around January of 2022 that they start the season. I wasn't really paying attention throughout the years. When it comes on, I just know Canada is like you guys are next Sunday, right? Right, we are. It's coming Sunday night, yes. Yes, and um, all the rest of the places, you're going to have to Google your country and Google the time in. You know what I mean, Judy? Right. I feel sorry for you guys if you're listening, but we just do not know when it starts in your countries. Right. You know, Russia and Germany and Newfoundland, I have no idea. I can spend all day on PM just answering no. So I just wanted to put that out there that I actually don't know. Not unless in the chat you would put something like that. And also in the chat yesterday, there was a lot of uh, messages with a big green background or a big red background. Let's go Oak Island, let's go Oak Island. I don't want to put all those on, but I saw them and I thank you guys. I wanted to make it a little bit more non-bracive as far as having all these things, you know, it's Oak Island night, it's Oak Island night with all kinds of big black, green and red. I saw them all, if I did one, I had to do them all guys. So you know what I mean, Judy? Yes, exactly. Yeah. I, I, they can say, you know, um, we made it, we're here to watch it or whatever, but, uh, yeah, we don't need all that. Yeah, when they put the big blocks in, the big uh, posts with the big colors. We see it. We see it just as much in text as we do with the big post. So don't worry about it. I see everything. Of course, if you got anything that inspired you from the Oak Island show, please message Renee Tuttle. You're going really lax on that for some reason. If you're going to make something for Christmas with an Oak Island ornament or something, send it in so everybody can see it. I want to thank my moderators, Tammy. She needs a little bit of extra health vibes from us. Give them the positive vibes. Give her them positive vibes over the Internet. We got Judy, Renee, Michelle, Daniel, and Starlene. And our Quest Lifetime contributor, Chris Dona. Our number is one three two three eight one three four one three five. When you see it scrolling on the bottom, just text us in chat so you know you want to talk, which nobody does. And uh, Judy will get off the line, and we can take your message right in. Welcome from the Quest of Oak Island Facebook group and my YouTube channel, QOOI, and my listeners of me and Judy on the Anchor Host podcast. That's around the world. Uh, John, Daniel does say that uh, it's January for South Africa as well as the UK. Yeah, we're going to have to make some kind of schedule. Not a schedule. 
make some kind of list of Daniel, and we can put that in the chat. And then if they do a search on the Facebook Quest of Oak Island, if they put in time or phone number, maybe those numbers will come in. You know, when is it on the USA, Canada, UK, uh, South Africa? You know what I mean, guys? If, oh, okay. if they put it in the search box in the group under, I don't know, Showtime somehow. Yes, that would work. I'll try to figure well, Peter something out. Wants, no, I, Peter thinks I didn't get to watch it last night because I'm in Canada, but Peter, I get it through uh, VPN and Final Channel. So I'm, I'm lucky to have that. Yep, Elaine says with the VPNs. Hello, Michelle and Michael and Andrew, Motorsport, Tim. There's Elaine from Australia. Wow. All righty. So uh, we got Judy doing the drilling down synopsis. Then we're going to talk about it for a while. And then she'll be doing the show synopsis. And then from there, we'll break everything down. And I'll throw up some screenshots after she does the second one. But we're going to take a break in between because it was a big night and a lot of work. And I really appreciate Judy, especially on these nights when it was such a busy night last night. I thank you, Judy. You're welcome, John. I'll sleep good tonight. Let me find your picture, Judy. Got to get you up there with me. Because if I'm not in that little box, your voice don't go over that. I tried that before, remember? Yes, I do remember. That's yeah. weird, isn't it? Yeah, I just put your picture up there. All of a sudden, everybody's saying, well, what happened? Her voice turned off. No audio. So I have to be live in the little box. I got your picture up, and now Judy's going to do uh, a synopsis of drilling down, guys. So whenever you're ready, Judy, your picture's on. It's all yours. Thank you. Okay, thank you. And guys, I took me all day to rate these, so I haven't gone over them to read them but once. So I hope it goes okay. And we start out with uh, Season 9, Drilling Down, Dawn of the Dig. Maddie visits the team in eight areas to give us a sense of what Season 9 will bring to us. There's a lot of info to cover, so let's get started. Number one, the war room. The team informs Maddie that they are going to a new level of technology this year. Maddie asks, are we going for the silver? And Rick answers, emphatically, we are. Let's go out and we will show you what we are up to. Number two, the money pit. Here Rick informs Maddie this year will be the biggest dig yet with the largest equipment ever used. Ten-foot-wide caissons sit behind them, ready to be put to work. Dr. Spooner explains that they have found other metals here, making this area more important than ever. Charles announces that they will be concentrating on the west side of C1 this year. He says, is C1 the money pit? We will see. Number three, the money pit spoils. Jack and Billy are sifting through decades of spoils and have found more iron artifacts and wooden timbers. 
Jack says we must keep digging and testing these spoils to see if there is anything that we have missed. Number four, the southeast corner of the swamp. Standing on the stone road, Marty tells Maddie he believes this is definitely a road. Dr. Spooner says we need to find the date of its construction and the following periods it was used. Lots of digging is needed to get these dates. Laird informs Manny that the Nova Scotia government has taken a new interest in this area, so the fellowship is now working with them to solve the mystery. Number five, Bobby Dazzlers. Metal detecting on lot four on the west side of the island. Gary tells Maddie, we have found a lot of artifacts here in the past. And Zena's map shows there is a potential hatch here. Alex explains after doing a BLF scan, they found an underground cavity. Gary shows Maddie an artifact he found here this year. And Maddie was impressed by the color. They didn't show it to us, guys. Number six, northern boulderless beach. This area has always puzzled the team. And since they have found what they think to be the remains of a wharf just offshore, they are hoping to get a permit to dig underwater here. What will they find? Number seven, the money pit area. Using a new technology called Muon, they have scanned here and in the swamp and come up with interesting images. This technology was also used on the pyramids. Will this open up a whole new area of interest? We will see. Number eight, Marty and Rick's final thoughts. Marty tells Maddie that this is the biggest equipment we have ever used, and I believe we are close to the end game. Rick says the team is excited about what was what is in the money pit, and the fact that the Nova Scotia government is so interested now gives us more incentive to solve this mystery. I think the grins on Rick and Marty's faces tells us something really up is really up this year. What about you guys? What do you think? Very, very good, Judy. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> I get a rest up for the synopsis now. <laughs> what do you think, guys? As far as when I saw the uh, Hi Becky coming in on the YouTube side, as far as I was concerned last night, guys, think of think of this. You know, as we posted all the promos of the upcoming season, season nine, I thought, this is my opinion now, I thought I got more information out of the drilling down than I did from the show. What do you think? Well, John, I think that the show itself was just um, an elaboration of what they told us in drilling down, really. Right. We had, my information was correct, four 10-foot caissons. Do I get a gold star for that, guys? Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was saying, okay, who would remember? Well, Johnny on the Quest of Oak Island live show told us there was um, not one, not two, not three, but four 10-foot caissons. Yes. Stu says, great job, Judy. Thank you, Stu. Yep, they were smiling, a lot of smiling. But uh, I'm still cautious, guys. I'm still cautious. I'm still cautious. I find there is a, a bit of a difference in their attitude, though, this year. They are up from what they were last year. Right. But we want to see them towards the end. Maybe that was sort of in the beginning when you got all the hype. Now, if you do all this to the end of the season, I want to see them still smiling just as much at the end because we don't know when they taped it, when they edited it. We have no idea. We know they didn't even start digging because the, the caissons are still on their sides. You know what I mean, Judy? Right, exactly. Yeah, if they're still like that at the end of the season, then we'll certainly be finding something. Yep, yep. And a lot, even with the newest uh, content promo that the Nova Scotia government is now wanting everything documented before it was like at the money pit area you can do whatever you want we don't care yep daniel i thought the biggest revelation is they found native artifacts in the swamp yeah i got some of those pictures to put up after yep stew a lot of smirks and smiles Scott says, Judy did a great job on the review. She's not done yet. I'm putting her <laughs> Thanks, to work. Scott. I'm putting her to work big time. But, um, I mean, that's 40 square feet, you know, four 10-foot diameters. Got to find something, Judy. Something's got to be found. Right. Uh, it sure looks like it to me. Or maybe the government will slow them down so much with their uh, trowels and brooms. We'll have like 30 seasons. <laughs> that, that could happen too. Although, it, you know, it will pay the government to uh, help them get this solved because it will bring them a lot of tourists. Right. I think that's what they're looking for. If they find anything, even though they got that treasure trove license and this and that, then what do they consider? Um, treasure, what do they consider historical? Who knows what they're going to end up with, you know what I mean, as far as getting all their money back. Right, exactly. We got Gary from uh, Perth, Western Australia. He's saying good morning to us, and he says, mate. Hello, Gary. What's going on, babe? You guys in Australia are the best. You're the, the, the highest growing rate in my group, Australia. That's something. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But um oh, Daniel Daniel says he thinks maybe they are being restricted in the swamp and that's why they're focusing on the money pit area. That could be Well, Daniel, they're restricted in the all areas. Money pit is now the same restrictions as the swamp. 
because before Laird said, yeah, I just went to the Smith's Cove because it seemed interesting, but they could do anything when they hit, when they dug that out and coffered dams and digging and wheeling and barreling and whatever the heck they're doing at the uh, Smith's Cove. And they did the same at the Money Pit because it was so disturbed. It has the same restrictions. The whole island now is unrestricted. I think they, I think they said, John, the area right around the Money Pit they can do whatever they want because it has been disturbed so badly. I think that's what they said. Okay, I wasn't getting that drift, so maybe you're right, but I'm not sure, you know what I mean? Right. If it's just near the head and shaft. Yep, Tim, they were scraping something down, yep. They said they're still digging. We saw it. And another thing that uh, caught my eye on the drilling down guys oh daniel so it's the same it stays the same in the money pit area okay i thought it, i thought they wiped that out with the change good to know thanks for it, correcting me yeah they did part of that um they did change part of that but right around the money pit itself they didn't i thought they didn't know where the money pit is so how the how can they do that I don't know. <laughs> I just know that in that area where the money pit should be, they they are allowed to do what they want. But you know what I'm saying, guys? The money pit's been lost for 100 years, so how can they say one one part of the money pit is here and there, and if they don't know where it is? That's all I just ask. It just comes out of my head, uh, Judy. <laughs> well, it's a good question, John. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had answers. I just keep on getting questions for nine years. <laughs> 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 and I don't have the answers either. I know. I got to throw it out there anyways because Johnny's brain just goes from the brain out to the mic. And that's what we do here with our group, I guess. All right. On the drilling down. I like when the guys and Maddie were on lot four. All of a sudden, a light bulb went off on my head. Lot four on the west side of the island. Gary tells Maddie we found a lot of artifacts here in the past, and Zena's map shows where the potential hatch is. Now, if you guys look back on my videos with Oliver and Michael, they had a detailed representation of their theory about the um, vault and about where the hatch was i'm pretty sure it was on the west side of lot four so i'm going to make you guys go huh yeah i think you're right i said uh what was i saying about lot four mm. and the hat <laughs> metal detecting on lot four <laughs> metal detecting on lot four should be the focus and with that special LF, LF scan, VLF scan, there was an underground cavity. So somehow I hope that those guys' information, dot to dot, and Oak Island Research, somehow got through me to them just to take a look. You know what I mean, Judy? Just, just a little something. Hey, guys. 
just take a look. I know they get a lot of theories. I know they get tons of theories. <clears throat> but just to take a look, what do you think, guys, out there? I, I think they will this year by the sound of what uh, Alex said. And they need to, for sure. Yeah, but Judy, the hatch was behind David's house. This hatch is near Lot 4. Yes, but there were two of them. I think the one at David's house, they they found um, it was of no use to them. Right, where's the other one then? Where are you saying the other one is? Off Lot 4. Right, right. That's the That's the only one. Right. Off the map. So I'm just saying, when he said that, Judy, it was going, oh, my lordy, 40. I just hope they got some of that information from uh, Oliver. I mean, we'll never know. I mean, they can't tell me or whatever if they got contacted, you know, with all that private stuff they can't say. Or if they do use some of their information, I hope they give them some kind of uh, representation on saying, yeah, guys, we used your stuff or something. You know what I mean, Judy? Oh, I, I hope they do, and they should. So that's what I'm saying, but we'll never know till the end. Don't forget, guys, this is only episode one. So we don't know if uh, Aaron Halton is coming back. We don't know anything, who's doing what and who's coming where and who's researching coming on the TV in the war room. We have no idea, but I'm pretty sure if they were there before, they'll be back again. You know what I mean, guys? Yes, I agree. I I think I have seen some pictures of um, Corian, I think, is back this year. I'm not 100% on that, but I did see some pictures. Yep, Linda. I mean, there's a lot of Facebook groups out there with Oak Island. And they keep on multiplying by the day. Um, because when I see my YouTube uh, thumbnails, I see a bunch of other Facebook group uh, thumbnails, but I don't click on them. And uh, there's more and more people trying to do what I do. And um, it's up to you guys who you want to watch. But um, I just hope it gets not too diluted with so many YouTube Quest of Oak, Quest of Curse of Oak Island uh, data that it gets washed out. You know what I mean, Judy? That's the only thing I I get afraid of. It's everybody thinks they can do a better job, so that's how life is. But all depends who comes and sees them, and I'm worried about the dilution of doing the same thing over and over. And you got like uh, 25 people like me doing the same thing over and over. That's the only thing I worry about. Right. Yeah, I agree, and I think what we have to do is, as as uh, watchers is decide who we're going to um, go with and stay with that with that group. You know, uh, John Gary says original is the best, mate. Mm-hmm. I agree, Gary. Yep, I try, I try. But that's what struck me on the uh, drilling down was that the lot four, because they're going into the money pit with all this stuff, but yet for 230 years, they go in the money pit. We've come up with nothing but, you know, the artifacts, the H8, 
And like I keep on saying, I'll say it every time I'm on live, either these guys didn't go deep enough or they're in the wrong spot. And I'm pretty sure the government's not going to let them do a huge, big dig there. So they're going to have to do these 10-foot cans in a small scale, like they showed us they were going to do. The, they had an option to do cans together. You see that before, Judy? Yes. And it looks like it will work. Yeah, I kept on uh, calling it like the honeycomb. Right. You know the honeycomb. And then Daniel, be on depth on the money pit. There's your Sunday morning historical researcher, Daniel Spino. There you go, guys. Something to look forward to Sunday morning. Thanks, Daniel. He's the best. He's the best. He is. And Caroline, too fixated on the money pit. Yeah, wow. In the lane. Data polarises. Yup. Like your show is you don't rehatch a lot of info. Like how you say to keep moving forward. Yeah. Just keep up keep it keep it going. Keep it going. And Judy, my sidekick, it's just it's just the best. I'm just telling you. It's like uh it's like if I'm at the table with a a cup of coffee and she's across the table from me, like discussing last night's show. But we got 70,000 people just on Facebook listening to us. You know what I mean, guys? Yeah, and you like to remind me of that, too, John. I try not to think about it. Yep, and it's like, um, all righty, what are we going to talk about tonight? Well, now, finally, after the summer's over, we finally got information in front of us, Judy, that we can read off of things. You got things coming from the show that we can discuss. And it's all new to us because the show just started yesterday. Right on. Yeah, we're we're good to go now. Thanks, Linda. So the pre-show yesterday was pretty hyped. I was getting a lot of PMs. We hyped up everybody yesterday, uh, Judy. Right. It's uh, good. That's good to hear because I, I, you did well. You know, when doing, uh, What's his name? Troy breaks video on the end. It was like a Rocky movie. I wanted to go out there and dig myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's so beautiful. And it's always good to watch his. Yep, Tim, we're having pictures on that. There's a lot of places where Dumfield um, put spoils from that big hole he made. And also it was like Lot 16. Also, they called it Money Pit Hill. But they didn't mention that, but I know about it. They found a lot of coins. If you look back on the YouTube videos, it's called Money Pit Hill, Lot 16. That's another area. All the stuff's mapped out. I mean, they got maps where he put the the spoils at. Because he documented everything. So they know where all this stuff is. It's just on their pecking order what they want to do. You know what I mean, Judy? Right, exactly. And it sounds like, you know, they've got everything planned good for this year right now. And Cindy, I like Judy's new title, Sidekick. (laughs) Thank you, Cindy. (laughs) Cindy, even on the uh, audio side of our podcast, 
we're so singled out on just one item, Oak Island. It's very tough when you have just one specific thing you talk about all the time. We got over 1,700 downloads on there that people even listen to us in their car. Can you imagine that? And I can't. <laughs> and I get PMs on guys when they're on these long bicycle rides. You know who they listen to? Me and Judy. I don't know how they put the phone on a bicycle. I don't know how they, how you even hear it. I have no idea with the earphones, I guess. And they go on their yeah. bike and they go on their bicycle for like thirty miles. I said, "Oh, okay. Don't crash." You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> well, that certainly uh, makes me feel good, anyway. Yep. Alrighty. Well. Curtis, thanks for coming in, my main man. All right, Judy, you're ready to okay. do the synopsis, and then you can give your voice a break, because then I'll start showing pictures. All right, sounds good. All right, hold on. Let me get you, get let me get my little prisoner square on the bottom. There I am in prison. All right, Judy, you're all set to go. This will be her synopsis of last night's show. And if you want to pause, pause, because this is a whole full page. Okay, Judy? Okay. All righty. Here we go, guys. Here we go. All righty. Season 9, Episode 1. The team has gathered in the war room, and Rick tells them he believes they are closer than ever to solving the mystery. Ian reminds them that there is a Gerhardt dump truck load of silver in the money pit area. He also reminds them of the gold objects found in C1 and the three more found there last year. Ian has found something new, a lab that can test and detect gold in water as well as silver. His plan is to take water from 30 holes in the money pit area and have it tested. Rick informs them that after the samples have been taken, they will begin digging the six-inch holes to test soil in this area, and they will go down about 200 feet. Later that day, in the southeast corner of the swamp, Laird has Billy excavating, hoping they can find what they need to date the building of the road. They find several pieces of a barrel. One has some red paint on it and a dowel. It looks to be the top of a barrel. Gary says, because there is no iron hoop with it, with it, it is really old. Are these pieces of barrel related to the ones found last year? While metal detecting, Gary's beeper goes off, and he digs up what looks like a cog or a gear from a pocket watch. It must be tested. Later in the new archaeology trailer, Ian cleans the gear, puts it into a machine to analyze it. The test results show the gear is made of copper and zinc, no gold. And now it's a new day, and the team meets in the war room with environmental scientist Terry Duvall. They had him look at the Stone Road last year, and after some research, he found some aerial view pictures that show what looks like 
a wharf in the water off the southeast corner of the swamp. And that lines up perfectly with the stone road. He has never seen anything like this in Nova Scotia. His research shows it is probably Portuguese from before the 1500s. Could it be Templar? The following morning, Gary and Peter are metal detecting in the uplands on lot 13. The beeper goes off and Peter digs up a small piece of spiral metal. Gary says he has no idea what it is and it must be tested. Later that evening, Ian is video conferencing with Craig, Marty, and Rick to give them the results of the water test. He surprises them by indicating that three of the holes show signs of gold. Dr. Pierre Pufal, who tested the water, tells him there are elevated traces of concentrations of the gold. All these tests come from near C1, where they saw gold last year. Is it coming from the chapel vault? Three days later, Choice Sonic Drilling arrives to start drilling the six-inch boreholes for testing. These tests will, they hope, tell them about where to put the 10-foot caissons. They will be drilling 20 holes they call the C1 cluster. The first tube from hole DE7 hits the table and they find only disturbed soil. Later that afternoon in the swamp, Billy is excavating and Gary picks up some blue and white pottery. Laird says it is European. Is it Portuguese? Rick pulls up a handmade piece of wood and Gary thinks it could be a dowel or pin used in ships around the 1600s. It will be tested. Later that day, in, in the archaeology trailer, Kelly um, Barassa explains the piece of spiral metal. His test shows it is 90% lead. Gary wonders if it is related to the Templar lead cross. More tests that could take weeks to get. The next day, Gary and Peter are again metal detecting on lot 17. They pull up a piece of metal from a band. Upon taking it to Carmen, he tells them it is a band from around a wheel a real, sorry guys, wheel hub off of a cart. It dates from around 1650. Was this cart used to haul cargo from the stone road to the money pit? At the money pit area, a tube from hole DE7 hits the table and they find disturbed soil and small bits of wood. Could there be a collapsed tunnel here? This is the same area where the gold and silver were found. Later, while testing hole CD6, where they found a possible tunnel last year, they bring up a piece of hand-cut beam. They will also take water samples from here. The show ends in the war room, where Ian and Dr. Uh, Pufal 
sail the team in on the gold found in the holes around C1. Because of the amount of gold found, Dr. Pufal believes something could be buried here. Rick excitedly says, this is great science, so let's keep moving forward. Looks like an amazing year ahead, fellow members, so let's continue on this journey together. Stay safe, please. Fantastic, Judy. Unbelievable. Thank you. you. Take a break. Take a break. Fantastic. Very good. Very professional. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Get a drink of water. Get a glass of wine. I I I didn't think I'd better drink wine tonight, John, or I I would go to sleep. I hear you. Very good. Linda gives you the clapping hands. Very good. Very, very good. And, of course, this will be all posted on our Facebook group, Quest of Oak Island, hard copy, so you guys can read it at your leisure. So everybody sees what's going on. So, guys, we got a new trailer in the mix. Laird's got his own trailer. And watch, pretty soon the government will have their own trailer. What else is left? You know what I mean, guys? Really? (laughs) And don't forget, a couple of seasons ago, maybe two seasons ago, if you guys remember, they found a Portuguese wood stump in the swamp area. You guys remember that? I do remember, yes. Very, very strange. And then Terry says that one uh, stone pathway or dock or wharf lines up right straight through to the new road. Obviously, the new road. Underneath there should be uh, a direct line to the small paved area, which is very, very interesting. Hello, Michelle. Thanks for coming in. Hi, Michelle. But you would think now, guys, that um, when they got sonic drilling there and they got four 10-foot diameter caissons to go in, that if they know a spot they're going to put a, 40, uh, a 10-foot can in, put a drill hole in the middle first and see what comes up. You know what I mean? Yeah, isn't that what they're doing with the six-inch holes right now, trying to decide where to put the 10-foot ones? Yeah, but I'm just saying something's got to come up on that, you know, that sausage casing that they throw on the table. Right. Yeah, there wasn't much last night. Right, but I'm just saying once they start getting something in the sausage casing, then of course, boom, that's where a 10-foot caseine goes in because they got over 400 holes there. Right. And you can see the old six-inch PVC pipe that's buried underneath. That's what they were digging up in their C1 because there's all, there's all six-inch PVC pipe all underneath there. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. Gotcha. So, uh, but yet, guys and Judy, 
are all these holes deep enough? I mean, obviously, if they didn't find anything in these PVC holes, they didn't come up with any kind of silver or anything. But it's good for testing now for the silver in the water or gold in the water. But is it deep enough to where the vault is if it's there in that location? You know what I'm saying, guys? Yes, John, I do, and I agree with you, too. I don't understand why they don't go deeper. Hmm. All right, I'm going to hide you, Judy. Good. All right, and now we're going to uh, go through some pictures, and we'll discuss what I put on there because I'm so shot. I got like 30 or 40 pictures on here, and I don't even know what the heck I did. So you'll see the pictures when I see the pictures. And then that new technology, like you're saying, that uh, Muron, uh, Judy? Yeah. The perfect place to put that in the perfect hole that's open is 10X. Right. I think you're right. Just put that thing down 235 feet. And like as uh, Steve says, it works up, upward, you know, for uh, a void or a chamber. Right. Yeah. Yes, and, and that would certainly, hopefully, show us what's in there. Yeah, the hole's there, so you might as well use it. All right, this is a little promo for next week. It has a rick in the swamp with a big piece of wood. Sorry it came out blurry, but that's the best I can do. You know what I mean, Scott? The hole's there. They said they're going to put it in the swamp. They're going to put one in the money pit. And where's the other one they were going to put it? The swamp, the money pit, and uh, my brain is shot. Mine too. I can't remember now. But I'm just saying, they should stick it in 10X. How, these beams got to go farther than that. You know what I mean? 10X is not that far away from the money pit. So we'll see. I think maybe I have a picture here. And here's Miriam picking up that uh, stuff from uh, what Daniel Spino said. Right. Uh, Maureen says it was the South Shore, that third third area. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Marie. So this is what stopped the dig. Some kind of artifact. That's the clearest picture I can get. Yeah, and I sure can't make out what it is. Yeah, Scott. But, you know. And there's uh, Laird telling the team they had to stop. Bigger obstacles, I'm pretty sure they're saying about the government. Now, do they say, because I passed out after a while, on next week's show, or did this show like I got here, it says this year, did it say at the end of the show, coming next week or anything like that, guys? Um, they didn't show what's on next week, but they they sort of went over um, this year in general. Okay. 
but they didn't give us exactly what's on next week. So obviously they got the remote sonar mapping the bottom of the bay, the ocean. So that's got to come right. into play. You know what I mean, Julie? Yeah. We've certainly seen enough pictures of that this summer. Right. So maybe they'll be looking for that road that extends out, or not road, but a, a dock. Linda says there's a big teaser coming. I agree. Let's see here. Higher stakes. So you got to try to look into these things when they're telling you this stuff. Higher stakes. Oh, okay. We're going to challenge the government a little bit. You know what I mean? That's how I think, you know, Julie? Yes. And I, I think we know Marty well enough to know that if he has to, he will. Yep. Deeper digs. That's what I want to see. But they say they're partners, but they do slow them up you know what i mean they do they really do and that's true in any country right probably worse in other countries yes you're right it takes you years to get things done and approved and permits and there's our man he's back on the uh i call it the sausage table hello douglas from kansas city thanks for coming in Here's a picture they showed us. Now look how far that drills over. That's what struck me funny. You guys see where the drill is? Yes. Well, where the where the crane is, that's the spot where the ten foot caisson's going. You see the, the, the template of that hole in front of the big big crane? Right. In the middle. Okay, so that is quite a distance. Why the heck is the drill way over here? And of course, in the ladies' monument, I think I see a pumpkin in there. A couple of pumpkins in there. Or am I dreaming? <laughs> it kind of looks like it. Maybe they, oh, either that, there are some some red bushes in there too that turn red this time of year no but you see that orange ball another yeah. orange ball on the other end well maybe somebody decorated it for fall that's where we're determining linda i guess the money put area is not like the rest of the area they made all restrictions on I get to look into that. <clears throat> Maybe it's moving into position, but that feet gate is down. See the bottom, the back of it. That feet, they, that that thing they stand on is down. So who knows? Right. That sort of said, so, okay, what the heck are they doing way over there? The money pits way over here. What are you doing over there? And again, right. again, that's. I had not noticed that. <laughs> 
Yep, and Laird's the in-between. I hear you, Tim. I hear you. There's Marty explaining, a uh, Marty, a uh, Rick explaining what the heck is going on. And here's that, uh, what do you call it, uh, Judy? M U O N, Muon. Y yes, M uh, yeah, Muon. Mu Muon. But... So I was thinking, guys, well, what the heck? We got a 235 foot hole at the at M uh, 10X. How far do these beams shoot out of this machine? You know what I mean? Yeah, it would be interesting. I'm sure we'll see more of it. And then Douglas, using it won't be hard getting permits for the ocean. Yeah, he said he can get permits for the ocean pretty quickly. But I don't know now with these new restrictions. That's all news, I guess. You know what I mean, uh, Douglas? Everything changes. Every day, every week, something changes. But I, don't... I think it's, John, that the government just wants to keep their eye on exactly what they're doing. Whether they'll keep them back uh, a lot, I don't know. But I, I think they just want to watch and see what they're doing. Oh, Daniel says, I think what they're worried about is if they find native remains in the swamp, it will effectively shut down activity there. Okay. But don't they have a time limit, uh, Daniel? Like when they found them bones in H8, were from the 1600s and stuff. I thought they had like a time limit. I mean, it can't be like, you know, I don't know, 100 years old, or 75 years old, they shut it down. Maybe it's a burial site. I have no idea on something that like that. You know what I mean, Judy? Uh, I think with, uh, at least in Canada, with if it's native, then uh, they stop it immediately and and do what they need to do. And get the Micmacs or whatever who whatever they do with their DNA and figure all that stuff out. Then I guess. Right. Yes. Yeah, with the natives, it's a lot different up there. Yes, it is. Then Tim says, Daniel, I agree. Any remain slows everything down, especially if they find native life. Yeah, tribal burial grounds are handled differently. Yeah, I can imagine, you know that? Oh, my lordy 40. Yeah, you don't want to find one on your property for sure. Barbara has been losing us, but she says we're back. Nobody else seems to have, Barb have uh, lost us, Barbara. We're good. So what I was saying about this thing is stick it down 10x, see what happens. That's what came first to my head. Well, let's hope they do decide to do that before the year's over. Yup, Elaine, I got it now. And Peter, I think the new rules are why the coffer dam was never installed in the swamp. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. 
Yeah, you're probably right. Because the swamp is not like the uh, Smith's Cove. You know what I mean? Swamp water, swamp water. The swamp is a lot different. Right. Daniel says he's inclined to think that the French had knickknacks working on the island. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt, guys. No doubt. On this big project, who knows how many. And I was still surprised there's no graves on the island itself. You know, they either went out to yeah. sea, buried them out to sea, or they're all on the mainland. There's no, like, family plot, you know, behind their house in a little square, little spot with the old stones. It always amazed me why they never did that, Judy. Yeah, I, I find that amazing as well. Uh, they must have all been uh, buried on the mainland, I guess. Or if there were uh, seamen, you know, buried out to sea, you know what I mean? Or whatever they do. Right. And here's all that information from that technology sees things underground. As you guys saw last night, maybe somebody, some people didn't see it. So that's what we do here. Mostly refreshing my brain because I can't remember two hours ago. And that's what it was called. And this is when they found that extra chamber in the Great Pyramid of Giza. I remember that hit the news when they used the Spectrum Muyan scanning device. I remember it too very well. Yep, and there's the spots. The money pit, the swamp, and south shore pit that they're going to drill holes and put in the uh, looking device. But yet the uh, 5,000 explosions from the seismic testing isn't enough. <laughs> seismic testing did this all. Right, yeah. And gave us anomalies, gave us areas, gave us but again, technology moves like the speed of light. I have no idea. He wants in like an x-ray picture of the whole bottom of the island. So what did seismic testing, what was all that about? You know what I mean, guys? Right. Yeah, it doesn't seem to have given them what they wanted anyway or what they needed. Well, it showed them the anomaly of the ship shape thing in the swamp. That's true. It did. You know, when Daniel says it's been said that the Micmac were afraid of the island, I have read a theory that says it was actually sacred land to them. We're not aware of any native artifacts being found. Before previously, yeah, I don't, not unless uh, we got to go to the Micmac uh, Museum. Maybe they got stuff from Oak Island. Obviously, they must have checked them out, you know, guys. Right, they would have, I'm sure. But who knows? Things are sacred. They don't show them to the public. Just the high chiefs see it and uh, whatever. You know what I mean? The higher ups see it, and we don't get a chance to uh, see what's going on at that high level. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Tim says he has a, a Micmac relative 
married to a, a French settler in his family tree in Nova, Nova Scotia. Oh, my Lord. So there you go. <laughs> and there they are. Look at the size of those caissons. And then that name comes up again, huh, Professor Francis Bacon. that bacon guy. So they just got to put them in the right space, right place, deep enough. If we don't find nothing this year in the money pit, what do you think, guys? You think that'll make them switch and look in a different direction? What do you guys think? I hope so, because if this doesn't get it, I don't know what will. And if they can't do the big dig, maybe they'll do like four of these together like a honeycomb all over the spot of the money pit. You know what I mean? Not just one area, not the C1 uh, cluster. You know, have another cluster, another cluster, and another cluster, and then move on from there if they don't find anything. You know what I mean? Right. I hope that's that's what they do. So they got me hyped up on this here. It's like, Jesus, Lordy, 40. If you don't find nothing this year, wow. You know, this... And you know, they're looking pretty happy, John. So I do think they do find something. Right, but they're looking happy because they haven't dug yet. <laughs> That's good. That could be. That could be. I'd be happy too. We don't have a foot into the ground yet when they're doing this. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. And I get so cautious, you know, when they're pushing this gold and silver and it's in the water, it's a truckload. I'm very cautious, Judy. That's the way I am. I'm like the Marty, you know what I mean? You say there's a truckload yeah. down there, uh, Dr. Spooner. That's what the levels are showing. Well, I expect to find a truckload of silver, you know? But who knows? Maybe there's a gold vein down there. Maybe there's a silver vein down there, like a minor type of deal. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. And I guess hopefully before the year's over, John, they will show you what's there. Yep. Like Gordon Fader said, all around this island that's perforated with a billion holes, there's gold all the way around this island. You got the Gold River. You got the other places of gold that I messaged. So if you have a solution channel that's moving things under this island, you're going to get gold from all these places that they already mined and found gold. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. What's going to be disappointing to me is if they do find gold and silver but never solve the mystery. To me, the important thing is to solve the mystery. No, Rick won't let that go. We'll find out. And this is what Gary was saying. If the lead can be the 90% lead on that um, twisted piece that he found can be ablated and tested, and we can find out if that squirrely piece, where the area it comes from, and get it dated like the cross. So that, that sort of said, yeah, okay, that made sense. Yes. 
sad part is that apparently their labs must be closed because of COVID. Yeah. So it might be weeks before they can have it done. Well, they bagged it and tagged it, so we'll get it. And Tim says, I believe the swamp tells the story. The swamp has something to do with it. I agree. Maybe the entrance to wherever. I have no idea. But they got to know something. Because they already did like eight canisters in the money pit area. And now these four big ones. I'm just cautious, guys. I'm just cautious. Now, here's some of the holes they were drilling to test for water. There's C1 next to my prison square. You see that on the bottom? Yeah, yes. Yep, we do. So they're drilling all the way around here. But don't forget, the cavern under C1 was, it was like 10 by 20, wasn't it? I kind of think you're right. Yeah, 20 feet high, 10 well, foot wide. So why are these pipes so close? Because if you have a cavern on the bottom, you can sonar that and put the pipes around the uh, the cavity. You know what I mean? Right, yes. Because Mike Huntley was already down there, so you know how big the hole is. So don't put a pipe down to the, the cavern because you know it's there already. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. I hope they explain that. So that's what they're doing. Then there's just the size difference that they've been using to the bigger size, which I agree, guys, I agree. Yes. And there they are digging in the lower part. I don't know if I can fit that all in there. All that information and all the artifacts collected will be passed down no matter what happens on the island. The future of Oak Island will never go away. Yep, it'll be solved. I agree with you, Linda. Thank you, Linda. I needed to hear that. Then Watcher says, I noticed one of the core samples had a white, gravelly, chalky end to it. Huh. Who knows? Who knows if the drill pulverized a, a limestone or something on the end, you know, and it went in the sausage casing. Who knows? Yep, Josh. It looks like the swamp was a staging and awful loading area. You got that right. White clay, Linda? I have no idea. And here's where, uh, who was it? This was one spot where they had the uh, spoils from Dunfield. And they got a, quite a bit to go through. They sure do. <laughs> a lot there. You know, and what's on the bottom of this pile is the original soil after they sift through all this. 
But I thought they had the gold uh, gold machine that they can just put this on a dump truck and filter it through the uh, gold uh, searcher machine there, the, the trammel. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do, and it's still there. I saw pictures of it, yep. but I'm wondering if they they uh, it doesn't go small enough for them to find the really small things. Yeah, yep. Yep, it does. Wow. To me, that'd be easier. You know what I mean? So things that like that go through my head. You like to utilize equipment that's there, you know? Well, certainly when there's that much to do. Yeah, you, you watch some of these uh, gold shows that are on other channels. They get a big dump trucks, and they just get a whole big bucket loader. They dump everything on the top. It goes through the belts. It gets sifted out on the end. The rocks and the boulders go on the end. They got pads underneath that grow, uh, grabs the real fine, fine gold. And the rest gets uh, thrown out. So I'm pretty sure if they got spikes and coins that the gold trudging machine would do it. But I guess they would use it if it was uh, uh, viable, uh, Judy. So they're not that uh, crazy on not using it, you know. Right. Obviously, there's a reason why they're not. Yup, Tammy. It seems since the areas of access are limited, they're trying to find the stone road through the money pit spoils pile. Yep. Like when Judy said they found that piece of round banding steel that went on a hub of a cart or a wagon. Yes. Yep. Daniel says in 1803, they started, <laughs> they started uh, the organized digging. Every single operation thought they'd solve it you're right michelle it'll go all in one pile it won't separate wood metal and pottery it'll just go into the uh into one section then again when they showed these maps from xena helper i just thought of uh aaron and uh, michael and oliver that's what i thought of when i saw this judy right me too I hope they're working on them. Yeah, and I hope uh, if they do use them, that they recognize them. That's all I ask. For sure. There it is, the hatch, lot four. If you go to dot to dot, his YouTube channel, that's Michael. And the Oak Island Research, that's Oliver. Very, very detailed from uh, Zena's maps and what direction they took. So give them a look out. You'll enjoy it. And Daniel says, with the tech they're using, it may change the game. Yep, we've heard that before. Every year, new tech, new tech, new tech. Data overload. But you need the data to move forward. You know what right. I mean, guys? Yeah, especially those, uh, the years. They need those years. I think this is that uh, VL, VLF thing. Right. Yes, that's what it is. Walking around with that with your back. 
Maybe you'd have to wear a lead suit. I don't know if I would walk around with this thing zooming around my body all day long. You know what I mean? It wouldn't be any fun anyway. And Peter says, 10-foot canes are going to change the game. We hope so. More footage to dig out. More square footage to sift. More square footage to look. Long as they're in the right spot, guys. Long as they're in the right spot. Right. I'm looking forward to seeing those big things go down. Yep, we can have all kinds of pictures and scanners and things from the universe. Let's have something in our hand, like Rick and Marty says. No top pocket finds, brooches, sure. They give us the dates. They give us like what type of people were there at that time. And then we go to another time set. Well, these people were here at this part of the time. Then you go to another set. Well, these people were here at this other time. That island just keeps on building and building and building. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> sure been a lot of people on that island. And a lot of metal detectors, and they're still finding things. I, I was surprised they're still finding things on the island after even it's been metal detected over and over and over. You know what I mean? Right. Gary finds something all the time. Yeah, but I'm not saying near the shore, you know, where the uh, ocean comes in and out and the tides come in and out. I'm saying far inland, why these other things were not metal detected and found at the time with a regular detector like he does and puts a red flag well this i got a beep here and a red flag i got a beep there nobody after all this time has done that you know what i mean right you're right daniel says i believe there are original workings that were re-engineered to become a booby trap all kinds of stuff all kinds of stuff but after nine years what do you think guys And here they are on lot four, where the possible hatch can be. Alrighty, guys. That's about all I got. You guys got anything to say about the show yesterday? More than we said already? Uh, Douglas just says, I may have missed it, but are they working on Samuel Ball's estate? They've not mentioned it yet this year, but I am sure they'll go back there. And don't forget, it's only episode one here. You know, it's only episode one, guys. All right, I put the number down. If anybody wants to call in, uh, Judy will uh, uh, hang up. If we get somebody wants to call in and talk for five, ten minutes. Remember, guys, you got to let us know in chat that you want to call in. Yep. And uh, shoot the baloney for about five minutes, three, four, five minutes, and uh, then we'll call it a night. And we'll see you next Wednesday at 7.30, maybe a little earlier. And if anything comes up, you know, watch my posts. If somebody wants to come on, just give me a PM or email me at Island at aol.com if they want to come on the show they know where i am they know where to find me and don't forget please join my youtube support paid membership channel it starts at two dollars and 99 cents a month it supports the channel 
It supports everything that you see that's going on. Every little bit helps. And usually when you get towards Thanksgiving, we won't be on that Wednesday. So when the holidays come, we just bounce around whenever we get on. You know, Judy, for USA. Right. Yeah, that works good. It's okay. I celebrate your Thanksgiving, too. Yep. Daniel says, I think that we'll find something big this year. I agree, I, Daniel. I hope so. I hope so. Maureen, last night certainly cleared away my old island withdrawal from this summer. What do you mean? Me and Judy didn't help you out? I'm, <laughs> I'm only kidding. There's my main man, Curtis. They definitely have our attention. Yeah, they do it every year, Curtis. Every year. They dangle that spoon or silver, and now they got to add the gold and the bigger caissons. T to T. I think they will find some treasure there, but not find the altar because they will find were dot to dot suggestion. Uh, that's what I'm saying, TT. Even to my members, uh, I like them guys. I talk to those guys all the time. They say they're upgrading and refining their uh, theory uh, on the vault. But I just wish, you know, they would recognize them that it was their theory that they're looking for, not to say that they're looking there because of past um, information. But mention them by name. You know what I mean, guys? Don't you think they deserve that? Oh, for sure. For sure. Because you know I'll say something. We can count on you for that, John. Like I said, we'll be on next Wednesday, 7.30, discussing the Tuesday night show. That's a for sure now. For what? I, what do we average? 23 or 24 episodes, I guess. Yeah, it's usually in there. Yep, Michelle, we got to give some new mugs away, and that'll be on a Saturday night. Michelle says, I've been looking forward to last night. I'm ready for more now. Great job, guys. Amazing job as usual. John, Judy, and the crew. We need another trivia night. I don't know how Michelle does all that. I do like 50 questions, and she does all the points and everything else. I don't know how she does that, Judy. I don't want to drive her crazy. <laughs> I don't know how she does it either because I'm no good with math, but she seems to enjoy it. Yep. Well, we will. I'll let you know, Michelle, because we got the, the new mugs to give away. Uh. Also, during the month of November and December, as the show runs, the most active member in my Facebook group will also receive uh, a free mug. Trivia Nights, the one with the most points, at the end of the night will receive a free mug. The people in my paid channel, right now I got a special, um, and it's still going, a $21 each USA, you get a free, a free, a $21 uh, fee for a Quest of Oak Island membership mug. But if it's international, we'll have to work out the postages on there, but I'll take the postage uh, for the USA first class mail. But don't forget about, uh, you know, if you wanna join the paid site on the YouTube side or just subscribe to my site, please. It's just free. If you got a Google account, you go to YouTube, 
you hit the subscribe button it's all free if you got a google account and subscriptions according to youtube shows growth so we're doing pretty good there daniel said he's still baffled by that drill bit looking piece complete mystery I agree, Daniel. Yeah, but who knows? The swamp is a big garbage pit, too, so who the heck knows what's in there? Gary doesn't have an idea. You know darn well it's going to take them a while to find it. Yeah, well, I'm going to take the number off, Judy, because we have no callers again. Okay. We're going to button it up because I'm getting weak. So if you want to say your goodbyes, and then I'll say my goodbyes, and then we'll get out of here. All righty. Hey, everybody. It's been a good night. It's good to be back to normal. John will see you next Tuesday, and I will see you next Wednesday. And in the meantime, you know the deal. Stay safe, please. You too, John, and good night. All right. We'll talk to you later. Thank you so much, Judy. You're the best. Oh, thank you. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, Maureen. So the big show will be on Wednesday nights at uh, 7.30 p.m. as we go over Tuesday night show. And, of course, on Tuesday, if the show's at 9 o'clock, I'll be on 7.38 for a pre-show. So I'm going to try to be on about maybe 7.30 every Tuesday to get the pre-show hype going. So we'll see a Tuesday pre-show at 7.30 throughout the whole season and Wednesday night at 7.30 to go over Tuesday night show. And then if the holidays like a Thanksgiving or Christmas come on, we just uh, play it by ear and when we come on and off. But members, always go forward. You may get a setback. But just believe in yourself to reach your goals in life, but never give up. You be kind, you keep smiling, you believe in your dreams, no matter how old you are. Keep them dreams going. You guys stay strong, you guys stay safe. Please stay positive no matter what. I thank you for joining me tonight. You guys are the best. You guys are the lifeblood of this group. I appreciate every one of you. We just keep it going. And I thank you so much. We'll see you Tuesday pre-show at 7.30. Wednesday, 7.30, discuss the show. I thank you so much. And good night. Bye-bye.